Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. I'm so excited you're tuning in. And if you've been listening for a while or it's your first time, go ahead and grab your Bible and we're going to pick up right where we left off. And so we're just doing a Bible study and we've been in the book of Luke. And today we're going to be in Luke chapter 6. So go ahead and turn to Luke chapter 6 and we're going to be reading Luke chapter 6 verse 27. Verse 27 says, But to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. We're going to pause right there. This is Jesus talking. And he just said, to those who are willing to listen. So he's already setting us up saying whatever I'm about to say after is going to be very hard to comprehend, very hard to do. But to those who are listening, he says to love your enemies. And so today's topic, today's message is love your enemies. And this is actually going to be a two part message. Today we're covering part one and loving our enemies is really, really hard. But I love how he said to those who are willing to listen. So let's open our spiritual ears and let's hear what God is saying and how we can actually apply this because it's one thing to hear it in the word of God and hear it at church yeah I'm supposed to love my enemies but it's a whole nother ball game to actually apply it to our lives and that's what true listening is not just hearing the word but doing the word and so the first thing he said is to love your enemies and then he said do good to those who hate you well people can hate us for multiple reasons hate is a very strong word but unfortunately people do hate for multiple reasons it could be economic status it could be your political party that you affiliate with it could be your ethnicity or your race maybe it's your religion affiliation people can be jealous and hate you because they envy you and so there's a lot of reasons why people hate and that was the first one that Jesus pointed out he said to do good to those who hate you Jesus is saying, if you really are listening to me, do good to them. Well, what is doing good? Doing acts of kind services. Smile. Get a gift. Compliment. And it's hard to really live this out. But if I try to think of people that I feel have something against me, even if I'm not sure why, how can I do good to those people? Just take a second and think of the people that you know may hate you, regardless if it's the wrong reason or the wrong motive of why. And how can we do good to those who hate us? How can I do a kind act to those who hate us? How can I apply this message to my life? And so that was the first thing that I just noticed in verse 27. Okay, let's pick back up in verse 28. Verse 28 says, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hurt you. So let's pause right there. Verse 28, he said, bless those who curse you. Did you know to bless someone and to curse someone, those can both come from our words. Are there other ways to bless? Bless people? Absolutely. Just like we just said, doing good to people can bless people. But in this one, I thought it was interesting. He said to bless those who curse 
you. And so when I saw that, I thought of my words, you know, blessing and cursing can come out of the same mouth. And so even if someone speaks a curse over me, even if someone speaks negatively about me, even if someone talks about me or slander me or gossip about me or say something to taint my image, I am meant to not repay them with a curse, but to repay them with a blessing. So instead of cursing them back, I'm going to speak life over those who slander me. I'm going to speak life over those who gossip about me. I'm going to speak life over those who try to taint my image or I know are trying to ruin my reputation. I'm going to speak life over them and I'm going to bless them instead of curse them. This is what Jesus is talking about when he said those who are willing to listen love your enemies because we know it's hard to do those things as soon as we know someone has something against us if anyone is like myself I close off I try to ignore the person stay away from the person I try to distance myself from that individual or a group of individuals when I specifically know that they have something against me but Jesus is saying no no don't just distant yourself don't just ignore it No, I'm calling you into action. You're going to love your enemies. I want you to do good to them. I want you to bless them. And so that's the second one I noticed is he said, bless those who curse you. But also in verse 28, he said, pray for those who hurt you. Well, when I think of hurt, hurt can be in many forms. Hurt can be a physical hurt. If someone has physically hurt me, if someone has mentally hurt me, if someone has emotionally hurt me, maybe hurt me relationally, you know, he said to pray for those who hurt you. And this one, I really want to add my own little opinion in this as well. I don't believe Jesus is talking to maybe someone who is being physically abused. I don't believe he's saying to stay in the situation, but I do feel like he's saying to pray. He didn't say to stay and allow someone to hurt us, but he did say to pray for them. And so I want to make sure I'm not advocating someone who's being physically abused. I am not advocating for you to stay in that position. I think you should seek help and I think there's ways to go about that. But right here, he does say to pray for those who hurt us. And so however we've been hurt for people, have I actually prayed? prayed for them. And this is any offense. And if I don't pray for them, then it's kind of like, am I still harboring unforgiveness in my heart? Am I struggling to forgive someone because of that hurt, because of that pain? And so God is saying, you know what? Pray for those who hurt you. This is coming from Jesus. And so the people that he highlights in our minds were like, man, have I been hurt? Who's hurt me? Who's offended me lately? Who have I distanced myself from? And have I prayed for them? Have I prayed for those that I've been hurt by? And if you haven't done that, I encourage you to pray. It doesn't matter if you haven't seen that person for years. I'm not saying reach back out to that person or whoever has hurt you or is currently hurt you, but I am encouraging you to pray for them because when we pray for people, God is softening our heart and we're releasing them. We're saying, I forgive you and I'm not only forgiving you, but I'm actually going to pray for you. And so pray for those who hurt you. Okay, let's keep reading. Verse 29, Jesus says in verse 29, if someone slaps you on one cheek, offer the other cheek also. If someone demands your coat, offer your shirt also. And so from that, I feel like he's saying go over and beyond. Do more than what is asked. Now he say if someone slaps you on one cheek to offer your other cheek also. And we know 
that when someone slaps us on one drink, it's probably about to be a fist fight. Well, I know at least I can speak for myself. If someone just intentionally comes and hit me, I'm probably most likely going to hit them back. However, Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. To those who are listening, he's saying, if someone hits you, you turn the other cheek. If someone demands your coat, you also give them your shirt. And it's like, man, what is this? This is humility. This is humility. I I feel Jesus is speaking to humility because he's saying, don't retaliate. Don't retaliate. Everything in us, our pride, our ego. And I think this is different than just self-defense. You know, like I said, if you're in an abusive situation, I don't believe Jesus is speaking into that type of situation. I think that's a situation where you need to get help. You need to go to the authorities. You need to get counseling and, and get into a safe space. However, I do believe Jesus is speaking to the humility of the heart because it's human nature to want to fight back when we feel someone is trying to get over on us or when we intentionally are being hurt. And he's saying, nope, if someone is specifically intentionally trying to hurt you, walk in humility, do good to them, pray for them, bless them, give them more than what they're asking. So maybe you have a coworker or a boss or a friend or a family member Every time they're around you, they're trying. You just feel like they're always coming after you. Well, instead of trying to keep your guard up and be ready and and being ready to fight back and being all tense, how about we just try to practice what Jesus is saying? And we just bless them. We do good to them. And we walk in humility. Okay, let's keep going. Verse 30, he says, Give to anyone who asks. And when things are taken away from you, don't try to get them back. This stood out to me because he said to give to anyone anyone who asks. Give to anyone, not certain people, not when I feel like it, not based on my assumptions of what they would do with what I give them or not, but he said to give to anyone who asks. And as I self-reflect in my own life, there is always someone asking and there's always something I can give, whether it's my time, whether it's my effort, whether it's my commitment, whether it's food or money or love. There's many things that people ask for and there's always something I can give. And so that stood out to me. What's something that's being asked of me and have I given anything to it? I don't believe he's saying give to the point where you're at need, but he is saying give to anyone who asks. And and he had just said, if someone demands your coat, you give them a shirt also. And so, man, how can we be generous with what we have? How can we be generous even when it's uncomfortable? How can we be generous even when we may have our preconceived notions or our preconceived assumptions of who they are and what they're going to do? But he said, give to anyone who asks. And then the very last verse, he said in verse 31, do to others as you would like them to do to you. So that last point, when things are taken, don't try to get them back. And and like I said, it's easy to want to get even and want to defend if I feel like someone is trying to get up. But the Bible says to not try to get it back. We go over and beyond with kindness. And when people know that they have something against us and we truly live with love and we truly live with kindness and we truly live in, in a way where we do unto others what we will want in return, that's how we can live a life that's godly, that's glorifying God. Because not only do other people see it, the people that are actually doing these things see it. And you never know how a heart can be softened when we respond with good deeds when people hate us, when we respond 
respond with a blessing when people curse us, when we respond with more than what people are asking. You don't know how that's going to surprise people and how God can use our kind gestures, our faithfulness and our love and our obedience to listen to what Jesus is saying in these verses and actually be doers of the word. And so I want to leave us with one more scripture. And this scripture is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. And 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. That was 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Thank you so much for listening. Let's go ahead and just end in a prayer. So Lord, I just thank you for waking us up this morning. Lord, I thank you for just being able to even share your word over podcasts. And Lord, to anyone who's listening, who's battling unforgiveness in their heart, who's battling being slandered or talked about, who's being wronged. God, I just pray that this message will inspire them. And so Lord, I just pray that those who are battling unforgiveness, that you will help them forgive those who have hurt them. God, that you will help them bless those who have cursed them. Lord, I pray that you will humble us, help us embrace humility, that when things are asked of us, that we actually want to give more. Lord, that we want to shower people with love. And God, that you would truly teach us how to love our enemies and that it would become life changing and that we will be excited because when we know, Lord, that when we truly choose to love our enemies, that's when we're truly embracing who you are because we were once enemies of you and we nailed you to the cross and you you loved us and you said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they're doing. And so, Lord, thank you for showing us how to be more like you, how to be more Christ-like and give us the strength by the power of your Holy Spirit to help us love our enemies. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at beyondthecourtministries at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.